0: Hello, everyone. How are you? Welcome to a fourth episode of podcast, Towards Sustainable Future. Guess which day is it? Yes, it's World Environment Day. In this episode, we're going to talk about Environment Day and shed some light on role of NPOs in achievement of SDGs. For this, I have a special guest for you, Ms. Matilda Mancuso. How are you, Matilda?
1: Hi, everyone. I'm doing fine and thank you for inviting me in this great podcast.
0: Thank you, Matilda. Uh, she is LCP of Palermo, Italy. She has also been a part of Global Volunteer in which she has traveled to Georgia and India working towards stg 4 and stg 5. Thank you, Madilda, for being here. It's such a pleasure to have you on board with us for this episode.
1: Thank you, likewise.
0: Uh, so starting about this day, I would like to ask you, what is the first thing that pops in your mind when we talk about environment day? for sure uh
1: when we talk about environment day i think about uh, the situation right now that the world is facing so all the problems regarding you know, climate change and um, deforestation especially what is happening uh, in the amazon in brazil uh, and also probably today is more important than ever if we think about what is happening also in siberia and uh, and it makes me think about all the actions and still uh, change that we need to do to achieve and to improve the world we live in.
0: Thank you so much, Matilda. There were, there were some insightful points that you mentioned about climate change, about deforestation. Thank you so much. Uh, on this note, I would like to pick up something. How do we relate this Environment Day to the SDGs?
1: Okay, so uh, we know that the SDGs are the Sustainable Development Goals that the United Nations created. Uh, It's an agenda to achieve in 2030, so we we are in the last decade to achieve them. And they are 17 and divided in three different sectors, so we can see that there is uh, the social sector with SDGs like uh, quality education or gender equality. The economical one uh, with the SDG 8, for example, which is economical growth. And then the last one, which is the one that is related to World Environment Day, which is about our nature and the world we live in, with SDGs like uh, life below water or climate action. So it's important that we create projects or we make our own individual contribution in, on such FDGs, SDGs um, so that we can improve the environment that we live in and also we can save uh, some teachers that are going through uh, extinction.
0: Thank you so much. Uh, I, I would like to pick up on something which you just said about the extinction of animals because the theme of this World Environment Day is celebrating biodiversity and extinction of animals is a pressing issue that needs to be addressed right now. So thank you so much for talking about it. Uh, so J- Matilda, I realized that you talked about SD- how SDGs are divided into social, economy, economical and biosphere, which is related to environment. Uh, and I have heard that you have been to Georgia and you have been to India working towards SDG 4 and 5, which falls under the category of social, social SDGs. Would you like to shed some light on these SDGs?
1: Okay, so um, the SDG4 is the one related to quality education. And we know that right now, there is still uh, a need to improve the education and mostly to to educate uh, both kids and adults in some areas of the world because uh, there is like a high number of people who are right now still uneducated and illiterate. Uh, and so the aim of this goal is to, to reach more and more people and to bring at least basic education, you know, language and reading and writing and math, um, especially to kids in some countries, and, and also to, to develop the concept of multiculturality uh, because you, if you want to improve uh, education, We also need uh, to make people understand other culture and face them with a different reality. And that's what I did when I was in Georgia because I was teaching English to uh, both kids and adults so that they could uh, compare themselves to another culture and improve their skills. And if we instead think about SDG five, it's about, uh, gender equality and I believe that we have been improving uh, the gap between uh, women and men if we think about uh, work but there is still so much work to do uh, because sometimes for the same position at work uh, women are, pay, are being paid less compared to men even if they are basically doing the same uh, work and the same job and um, even if we try to connect gender equality to quality education uh, women are the ones and girls especially are the ones that are receiving less education they are less educated compared to men and uh, in this regard I, I tried to make a, my contribution when i was in india working uh, about this goal uh, and i was um, Working specifically with an NGO um, to help some girls uh, about menstrual education and awareness. So, I hope that in the future we can really reach more and more women to be self confident who have also the same opportunities as men.
0: Thank you so much for such insightful points. Uh, I want to pick up on something which you said earlier uh, that how SDGs are divided into three different forms that is, social SDGs. Uh, S T G is related to economy and how S T G is related to biosphere, which encompasses all environment. Uh, you have been to Georgia and India working towards SDG G four and five. Would you like to shed some light on this?
1: Yeah, sure. So when I was in Georgia, worked um, to teach English to some kids and adults. And uh, so we know that SDG G four is related to quality education. Right now, there are still uh, six hundred and seventeen million kids who lack uh, math and uh, proficiency in reading. And it is some data that you can find on the UN website about, uh, I take them from the last report that the, uh, about the SDGs, uh, and also in generally, 750 million adults still remain illiterate. And connecting to the FG5, so gender equality, two thirds of uh, the people who are illiterate are women. So they have less access uh, to education, which is something we should work on. And um, and in general, uh, um, quality education is one of the goals that the UN has been having uh, the highest impact on. And instead, when I was in India, I was working for an NGO about uh, menstrual awareness education for girls. And um, still, as I was saying before, there is a a gap between the education of women and men. And also when they are working at the same place for the same role, women are still being paid less compared to men, which is, I believe, is something we should work on because it's it's still, you know, a a discrimination. And also only in the last month, 18% of, of women and girls who are in a relationship, have, have experienced physical or sexual partner violence, and um, it's still uh, uh, a high number. And uh, we should really work on uh, the education of uh, men about uh, sexual violence and uh, protect women who who talk about uh, what they've experienced and. Uh, I think that also, uh, at least a good data, according to the last uh, report by the UN, is that uh, in Southern Asia, uh, a girl's risk of marrying um, in childhood, in general, so at, at a very early age, has decreased by 40% in the last years. So that's something that mm, it's worth being mentioning. And um, yeah, so in general, uh, uh, you have to say that these, for these two goals, number four and number five, are the ones that I care the most about. And I think that we can see that there are both uh, good achievements and, and other data that we need to work on and I hope that we will improve it in the future.
0: Wow, 670 million, that is a terrifying number. and. I really appreciate your work towards STG four and STG five. All the data that you have mentioned, it's it's really terrifying. But picking on that note, I would like to ask you that you spoke about STG four and STG five. Would you like to shed some light on current status of all the all the STGs where do we stand, and how about the STGs in Italy?
1: Okay, so. Um... First of all, we should know that each year, the United Nations publishes a report about the Sustainable Development Goals based also on all the data that it collects from almost each country. So a country has the chance to share good practices with all the other countries in the website. And there are very important insights to be implemented both non-nationally and locally. According to the last report of 2019, the SDG that have been implemented the most, so with the highest number of good practices, is the number 17. Is the one related with the partnerships for Global Goals, which means that more and more countries have uh, decided to to create and implement this partnership to reach these goals. Because uh, before talking about the the different goals, of course, uh, the countries and uh, at national level, local level should be aware of what the SDGs are. So uh, still uh, there are some schools also in Italy that are starting to to teach uh, and to mention even what the SDGs are to their students because we should always start from awareness and then we can take a, a concrete action towards them. And um, besides uh, the FTG 17, the one uh, what received most uh, insights and good practices is the number four, so quality education, and number eight, economical growth. And it's interesting to notice that these three SDGs come from uh, the three Different uh, uh, categories. So, you know, SDG four belongs uh, to the social part. uh, Number eight to the economical one, Mm -hmm. and the last one is more related to uh, is the one general speaking about uh, how to create partnership for the global goals. And uh, furthermore, we can see that uh, um, the seventeen percent of all these insights come from civil society organizations and also as well as NGOs in general. And I believe that the, in Italy at least, ISEC is one of the most, uh, uh, like one of the organizations that is working the most about global goals, if not the first, because each project I've has its own SDG, as its focus, as well as each, uh, SDGs um, is on index to reach in that project. Um, also in Italy, uh, we have a, a national alliance uh, for the SDGs. So it's uh, this association which uh, every year uh, around June organizes 17 days for a festival about uh, the SDGs. So each day is focused on, uh, on a global goal finally, I would like to mention that only the 8% of all these good practices come from uh, regional local government. And personally, I believe that we should uh, be able to to involve more the the governments to to be more interested in the global goals because then they are the ones who can implement actions and policies uh, towards the achievement of them.
0: Wow, thank you for such insights like how SDG 17 has been recognized the most and has been implemented around the globe and this is a very important SDG when we consider global goals and how there are still few improvements needed in few other SDGs. Uh, I recognize that you mentioned about ISAC and how ISAC in Italy has been working towards SDGs. Can you shed some light on ISAC and how ISAC helps towards achievement of this global goals?
1: Okay, so I think if the biggest uh, youth-led organization for young people from 18 to 30 years old, we whose aim is to achieve peace and fulfillment of humankind potential through our international exchanges. So locally, we can create projects based on the sustainable development goals, and then we can um, send people abroad to volunteer or to work in a startup or in a company for a specific period of time. So our main product is the Global Volunteer, uh, which usually lasts for six to eight weeks. And it's always associated to a Sustainable Development Goal. So the volunteer has the chance to choose uh, which SDG he or she wants to work on and it's really interesting because then you know that you are not only going to make an impact on that society, but you're also going to contribute to one of those SDGs. And when we upload a project to our national platform of ISEC, we can also decide which are the index that we want to work on and which are the specific goals that we want to achieve through this. Global volunteer and this uh, um, partnership with the UN and ISEC uh, started recently, so in the last few years. Uh, and it allows a lot of, of people, thousands and thousands of people all around the world, to really make an impact um, towards the achievement of, of the effigies. and. Uh, It's also interesting because of course each country has its own issues and problems uh, and priorities, of course. Um, So, for example, in my experience in ISEC in Italy, specifically in Palermo, we have created mostly projects that focused on the SDG 4. So projects about quality education, which were held in schools, and then projects uh, with the SDGs number 10. So um, to reduce discrimination. And it's worth mentioning that uh, there is a project in Italy that is called uh, Integrate, which aims in, in the integration of uh, immigrants uh, in our society, in different uh, organizations. So this proves that each country based on their necessity, needs, and problems can choose and create projects um, to focus on specific uh, SDGs.
0: Wow, thank you so much for this beautiful insights about ISAAC. And you have been to Georgia, you have been to India, you've been working towards all these SDGs. Thank you so much. I I really appreciate the way you introduced all this stuff and what the current situation of, SDGs is in uh, Italy and how ISAC is working towards this SDGs. So thank you so much. Uh, so now we have this closing segment in which we ask our guest to ask our next guest a question. So I have a question from you from our previous guest, Miss Georgina, and she had this question, how would one work towards this SDGs in day-to-day life?
1: Okay, so I personally think that first, if one is the least familiar, with the SDGs, he or she should uh, prioritize. Of course, we cannot work on all the single SDGs. And in general, in life, we should choose our battles, like uh, the the causes that we care the most about. Um, And then there are, in general, very easy steps that everyone can do in order to achieve the SDGs. For example, Mm, we know the high impact that eating meat has on the environment. So starting to eat less meat in everyday life is something that we can all do. For some people it might be difficult, but for sure um, it's something more that we should do if we take care of the planet. Uh, also, you know, um, sometimes we don't pay attention to few things like um, switching off the lights and or the energy, like the power when we are not using our laptop, for example. um, Very um, easy stuff like uh, we should, depending on where we live, we should start to use more the transportation and instead of cars. And it's something that has, you know, usually a high impact on the world when we constantly use uh, means of transportation like a car. Um, And then it's something that I personally starting to work on is uh, to not buy um, all the time new clothes, because it's not, um, it's really bad for, for the environment. And I wanna underline and it's, because again, today is the World Environment Day, and um, it's uh, uh, you know we should at least uh, make a selection of our clothes because sometimes we even forget that we do have some clothes that we still like. And then uh, it's really important to shop second-handed, uh, so that it's kind of when we recycle the clothes instead of buying new ones. And the last point that I would like to mention is related to this. So to to recycle um, things in general, if we can, and don't waste paper and plastics. So try to 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 buy, for example, uh, even shampoo or conditioners that are not on the plastic bottles. Because you know sometimes in shops a lot of um, a lot of food or materials are in a very hard plastic packages. And so to get rid of those, we should change uh, products and and try to, to waste less plastic. And these are my pieces of advice.
0: Wow, thank you so much. Um, I loved how you mentioned about greenwashing, about clothes. I think that is one habitual thing that everyone has. And how about the plastic? So these are very simple things that everyone could do in their day-to-day life and work towards these SDGs. So thank you so much for this. Now, would you like to ask a question to our next guest? So
1: if I could ask a question, it would be: What would you do personally in your daily life to implement gender equality? So the SDG five.
0: Okay. Okay. Perfect. I'll make sure to ask this question to our next guest. And thank you so much, Matilda, for so many insights that you have given us today, so many statistics, so many numbers that you have given us today, starting with about environment and how there's illiteracy and about uh, violence and how there are two third of the illiterate women of the 70, 670 million are women and about gender equality and your work towards scg 4 and 5. Thank you so much. It, is such, it was such an insightful episode. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah, thank you for the invitation and it was a pleasure for me to discuss about these important topics.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much. That's it for this episode next time when I come, I'll bring another guest with me. Till then, take care and stay safe.